Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Defended by T.J. McConnell. Kyrie changes direction. He shoots for the lead. Can't watch it. Oh, no good and the game is over. That's the way it ended. Fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Sean, RJ, and Bobby Hump Day edition. Hey. As the Dallas Mavericks fall to 1-4 and four with their new duo, all one possession losses. Well, three of the losses they've missed with the game winning or game tying attempt in the last 15 seconds. So they're not getting blown out. Although, yesterday you look in the second half, they're down double digits. They had multiple opportunities to hit big threes. That obviously did not happen. Uh, Kyrie Irving was missing basically until the fourth quarter. Josh Green missing because he didn't start again. Christian Wood, people are trying to make something of Christian Wood going to the locker room. I don't know what they said about this on the TV broadcast. Because I was there under the basket. Um, But again, Christian Wood with limited minutes. And this is a bad loss. Indiana's not a good team. They've stunk on the road. And they came in here with Rick Carlisle and got the W at the AAC. I always like to, on a game like this, check out Basic's timeline. He's already texting me this morning about other things, so I think y'all could get a very rare Mike Bassick this morning. He could be he could be on one, as they like to say, crosstalk 940. Here's Bassick last night during the Mavs' loss. He retweeted someone who said, just a reminder that the Bucks improved by 16 games in the first year post-kid. Hard to not see history repeating itself because obviously Jason Kidd got fired. Mike retweeted that. He answered someone who said, it sounds contradictory, but I think Maxie's return actually results in a spike in Woods' minutes against Indiana. Mike, think again. It might mean a decline in his minutes. I hope you're right, but I think the Mavs staff is trying to get him off the court. Mike, 10 hours ago, I don't know what to think about this Mavs team. They aren't good, and I don't know how that changes. Mike retweeted someone who said, look, it's seven seconds to go. We have time to tie or win the game, but we also have Jason Kidd, so (laughs) Mike endorsed that. Mike retweeted Ivan, who said, it's okay. Cuban thinks this is a young team full of underrated players, so they're still learning. Mike then said, Jason Kidd has no faith in Josh Green down the stretch. After trading Dorian, Green had to step up, and Kidd took his minutes away. I have no clue what Kidd is trying to accomplish. Mike then, during this Twitter rampage 10 hours ago, said, I give the Mavs a 20% chance of picking in the top 10. 
of this upcoming draft. I'm sorry. What was that? A 20% chance of picking. He wrote in the 10 top. So maybe I'm messing this up. I assume he meant top 10. It's not a restaurant reservation for the 10 top. Um, but he gives the Mavs a 20% chance of picking top 10 in this upcoming draft. It's 50-50. They're a 500 team or better at the end of the year. 39 and 43 is very possible. Mavs keep the pick if it's top 10. Which, to be fair, they are two games out from a top 10 pick right now. Mavs have fallen to the seventh seed, and they could be fighting for the 10th. He retweeted that, that the season is going down the drain right now. I um, I, I also don't think the Mavs, I think the Mavs have never picked higher in the lottery than they're supposed to be. Yeah, that every time they've been projected to slot somewhere in the lottery, they've either, they, they, they've either picked right where they were projected to or, lower. or they've gone lower. They've never gone up. And Mike's last tweet, he gets to call Rangers-Dodgers today with Jared Sandler. So that's well. awesome. On your home of Rangers baseball. Bobby Belt put out the poll question at Bobby Belt TX, and we took calls an hour ago. Is Jason Kidd a problem for this team? The options are yes, get rid of him. Yes, but give him time, and no. Got about 300 Tolo votes, Choppy. How do you think they're voting? Yes, get rid of him. Yes, he's a problem, but give it time. That's where I would vote. Give it time. Or no. Give it time. We're tied on the dot, 41% between get rid of him now, give him time. 41-41, 17 and change saying no, Jason Kidd is not a problem. So that's where we stand right now. Hmm. Which, yeah. that's what, 17% voted for him yesterday in the poll against Mike McCarthy? So that's the 83% for McCarthy, probably? Hmm. What are the top three problems on this team? Uh, Half-court uh, offense at times. Defense. Uh, Out-of-timeout situation. Okay, so a coaching aspect is three mm-hmm. for you. Bob? Uh, oh, you want to be put in order? Yeah. Oh. Or, or whatever. Defense, number one, out of timeout, late game situations, two, and then at times, half-court offense. Uh, team defense, um, presently, not for the future, presently, the integration of Luka and Kyrie working together in the offense, and then third is probably the rotations. Okay, so those first two I could blame on personnel and not, and not kid. I could. Team defense, like, they don't have any defenders, they're, 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 you could blame Jason Kidd for not putting their best perimeter defender on the floor. Right. That's where <laughs> that's where his hand comes into this. And and look, if it, to be fair, if we're going to give him credit for last year in the defensive job they did, then he's also got to take some of the blame for this, regardless of personnel. You know, we can't say that it's personnel this year and last year it was Jason Kidd. So, uh, you know, if he if he wants the credit for that, which it seems like he wants credit for a lot and doesn't want blame for a lot, but if that's what we're going to do, then we need to say, all right, then you also are responsible for some of what's gone on with this defense, specifically through rotations. Kyrie, um, whether he's been pressing after missing the final shot last night. You know, obviously we had a few different options on that last play, um, but I just appreciate the coaching staff and my teammates trusting me with that shot. And just the, the comfort they gave me afterwards. Really want to win here. Uh, really put a lot of pressure on myself at times. Um, I think I need to scale it back a little bit just because of the second half of the season. Just feeling like we got to be great every single possession. Um, 
and usually these learning curves or learning moments happen in preseason and just happening now. So it, it definitely it puts a glaring eye on what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Easy to criticize, but uh, for us, I just got to focus on um, being the best that I can be and showing up for not only Luca but for my teammates. Kyrie, last two games, 15 of 40 from three, two of 14, 14%. So I was just... Looking at this game in a vacuum last night, mm-hmm. tell me how unfair this is. This is a one-game observation, well, maybe a two-game observation, that as great as Kyrie Irving is, is Luka Doncic that much better? Just a side question I was thinking to myself. Or is that, you know, being unfair to the last couple games, but is Luka that much better than Kyrie Irving? I mean... Kyrie's a top player in the league, not the top. Kyrie doesn't have a chance to be the top. Luka does. Okay. Um, You know, it's like, is he that much better? I mean, how much better is the... Let's just say Luka is at worst the fourth best player in the league. Right? Let's say at worst. What's Kyrie? 10? He's 12? Yeah, probably back end of the top 10. I mean, how much better is the fourth to the 10th? Well, it depends. Like, we have these quarterback arguments yeah. where you draw the line. How Where's much? the elite line? So, if you've got Burrow, Mahomes, and Allen as your top three, how much better is Herbert than, or so let's say Herbert, your four, whoever your four is, Hertz, Herbert, whatever. How much better is number four than 10? I, I think that Luca's. so when we talk about that drop, the elite tier drop, to me, the elite tier is three players. That are to me above everybody else, and Luca's in there. To me, right now, it's it's Luca, it's Giannis, it's Jokic, and those are the three guys that I think are elevated above everybody else. And then after that, it's a little bit of a step down. And I think that on that step down, Kyrie is the back end of the step down. So I think it's a it's a significant gap, but they just they do things, they do so many things well different from each other. Like when you watch Kyrie, it's easy to see stuff that he does so much better than Luca. That it's it's easy to look at it and go, man, it's it's not that big a difference. And I think we've become a little jaded to Luca's presence and his greatness here. That the freshness of what Kyrie does that Luca doesn't, by comparison, makes it go, ah, this is closer than I thought. Does everybody want to still re-sign Kyrie? And does anyone regret the trade? Oh no, I absolutely do not regret the regret the trade. Okay, I didn't regret the Porzingis trade either. You had to take a shot. You're trying something. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault them. You know, the Rangers. Whether you want to fault them or not for for getting Degrom and taking that risk, and that was a big risk with the money. Huge. You know, it's a huge risk. It's probably not the wisest risk based on his as recent two year injury history. At least they're trying something. Yeah, they're trying. Like you know, I, I'm not gonna fault them uh, for trying. You want to fault the plan that they're buying from the bottom? Sure. The Mavs aren't doing that. The Mavs didn't buy from the bottom. The Mavs were in the West Finals last year. They were trying to get better. I'm not going to fault them for that. I think it, I think it was a fine move. Kyrie Irving is a top 10 to 15 player in the NBA. Why wouldn't I want that? No, and that's the thing is that I I don't have regrets about it because we can't sit here and, and clamor for help for him. And then when they go out there and give him help, go like, well, shouldn't have done that. Like, yep. it's, that's sort of the reason why well, even— you, you can— you can't. Yeah, I don't. Have, we don't have to just. It's like that's all brought us. We don't have to just accept any move they make. They should still be held responsible for making smart moves. Right. But the, I mean, I think that when you look at the type of help they needed, just for 
the improvement of the team, just for interest from the fan base. I and mean, when was la- when was last time like either of you went to a Mavs game? Last night. Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. You did. Uh, uh, West Finals. But uh, no, but in general, just in terms of for the the improvement of Luca and the improvement of the team and, and taking a shot, you had to do it. Now you're right. I guess you can go back and say, do you regret it? Sure, you can say you regret it, but you cannot blame the Mavericks. I don't think you can blame the Mavericks for making the deal. What is it going to take? To keep Kyrie Irving around here, does everyone still want him around here? Tim McMahon on his ESPN podcast. Oh, so he's got all the leverage in the world. Like, listen, the Mavs might have to give him a five-year, two hundred seventy million dollar oh max contract to keep him. That's just the fact. Hey, they gave they gave KP a five-year max deal with a freaking player option when he hadn't played in a year and a half. At least Kyrie's played. Who knew Kyrie could ever win a showdown in terms of uh, playing time? They're finding any way to keep any way to keep Kyrie in the news. The topic with Stephen A. is: Will Durant and Booker be better duo than KD Kyrie? Mm. How could it not be a better duo? It's Kevin Durant's debut tonight. Suns at Hornets. Bobby. It seems like he was traded like two weeks ago. What is the rest of the league saying about Kyrie staying here? So this was from Eric Pincus over at Bleacher Report, and he had the story on Monday. What are NBA insiders saying about Kyrie's long-term future with the Mavericks? And it seems pretty unanimous among the people that he's talking to that everybody pretty much expects Kyrie Irving to sign an extension in Dallas. Uh, one Eastern Conference executive said, I'm not sure where else he goes unless the Lakers don't re-sign D'Angelo Russell. They can't get to Kyrie's max. Uh, you had another source who said Kyrie's goal in pushing out of Brooklyn was to get his rights with a team willing to pay him. Dallas is where he'll want to be. And then another executive said Kyrie will be on his best behavior until he gets paid. After is a different story. Unless he and Luka actively despise each other, I don't see Dallas letting him go. And this is on the heels of everything that Woj had to say, where Woj was projecting it. And uh, I I think um, it was the same thing with Brian Windhorst recently on TV. He said he would expect that Kyrie's there. So there's a a groundswell, it seems like, of opinion that Kyrie Irving is going to be here past this year. That's good, I think, right? Sure. I mean, if you want him here. Don't want it. I mean, like, it depends on what your preference is. Well, that's now, what I'm asking. Now, like, here's, people still want him. Here's the downside. One NBA source said, and this is what we know, obviously, the defensive side. One NBA, NBA source said, teams already target Luke on defense. Mavs have done a reasonably solid job of protecting him. It's much harder to hide two guys. With Jalen Brunson, he's short but fights hard and is a better defender than Kyrie. It could be a real problem for Dallas. Man, that, gosh. Who would have thought that Jalen Brunson would be more desirable than Kyrie Irving? Oh, he's not. Oh, he's not. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not? I don't think so. Wow. Like, in terms of as a skill set? No, no, no. Like, obviously no, no the, all oh. things included. Well, all things included. And, and that article just said he's a better defensive player. I, I think <laughs> this team, this team's number one. This team's number one problem in Choppy's mind, and I don't disagree, is, is defense. I guarantee you, if you put out a poll question, and I want to go back too far, like I just made fun of first take for if people could have Kyrie or Brunson here for the next three years, they would vote Brunson. I bet. I, I would take the better player, and that's Kyrie. Well, but I understand, like, Brunson may fit better. Well, all the issues. you got to factor in. Is issues, Kyrie yeah. going to be straight here for three years? Probably not. Well, that'll so be, that factors in. That'll be tomorrow's poll question, then. Who do you want for the next three years? Jalen Brunson no, or Kyrie Irving? No. I bet you Kyrie Irving wins that poll 60 to 40. Wow. Mm. Just because he's, like, wearing the... 
colors and Mavs Homer support our own right now? No, I think people still would look at it as like bring me the bring me the better ball player, and I think people would just say Kyrie's talent is too much. What do you think? How would you vote, Peyton? I'd vote Kyrie. You would no next doubt. three yeah. years, no doubt. No doubt. I would prefer Brunson probably, but in terms of the skill set, it's Kyrie. But like for this team, knowing none of the sideshow stuff would be involved, I'd take Brunson. I'd take Kyrie. I want the sideshow. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check in with the sideshow in surprise. Eric Tiafalo joins us live from Rangers Spring Training, brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. Next on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Selling a little, or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we will cross talk with a kmc masterpiece at 9 40 this morning but joining us now from surprise arizona with rangers spring training coverage brought to you by sonic Mm, good. Is Eric Chiafalo from the number one afternoon show in all of DFW, 
joining us on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning, Eric. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's up, boys? What's your favorite order from Sonic? You know, I go back and forth all the time, but ultimately that supersonic cheeseburger, you put the bacon on there, yeah. and then I go tots every time. I, love I tots. have to get the jalapeno cheddar poppers. Ooh. And then I'm an ocean water gentleman. What is oh, really the yeah. uh, Route 44 ocean water, huh? Oh, yeah. Top notch. Now, I've seen Broadus's daily video reviewing the ballpark foods. I saw an unsalted pretzel, and then I saw you sharing uh, brats with him yesterday. So what was the brat review? So the brat needed a little bit of char on there, man. I think they just threw that thing in some water. I don't know if you could see it, but it was like... Is it, it? It's not necessarily undercooked because it's fully cooked, but yeah. it's like they probably boil it or something. I don't know about you guys, but like on my hot dog, on my brat, I want a little char on there. So that was uh, that was a disappointment, but it had good taste. Uh, but overall, I mean, I think the food here in general, I mean, can I say lackluster? Oh. I mean, Jared's got us set up for a dinner tonight, Firebirds or something like that. It's supposed to be pretty good. So I'm holding out there, hope, I think. but. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I don't know. We did Chili's. You guys know how that goes. Yep. Uh, we did the Amigos Mexican restaurant where they're charging us $3 for an additional <laughs> round of, like, the tiniest cup of tortilla chips that you've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and, and the Chili's, Chili's had better salsa than uh, Amigos, uh, the oh. Mexican restaurant. And then we went to the sports bar last night to watch the Mavs game. And and me and Mike Basic, I think Basky said that's the single worst thing he's ever put in his mouth. And we both got the chicken wings. He the said it was disgusting. Chicken wings were disgusting? Basic's just never happy with anything. Like, During a Mavs loss. He's just, yeah, he's just never happy. I mean, he's, he's, he's a former athlete. He's used to staying in, oh, you're staying in five-star hotels. I'm surprised you happy. got Mike out, though. Props to you for that. Well, Oh, he had to the Mavs. You're right. You're right. Did Mike see where I was sitting for the game? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I Because, I, honestly, I didn't even realize it until a little bit later on into, like, the fourth quarter. I, I think I started seeing – some photos and I'm like, oh wow, yeah. Sean is uh, he's doing it big. Yeah. I thought he was gonna bail. I thought you were gonna bail on the show and on my hit with you this morning because I'm like, <laughs> Sean doesn't do late night party. Yeah. Like you must be. Have you been dragging ass all show? Or no, um, yeah, he has. Other members of this show, I would really suggest the Rewind app on the Odyssey today. Yeah, but other other members of the show for some reason are dragging way more than I have been. But this is the reason I stayed home from surprise because of these Mavs courtside seats. That's it. Yeah, just create the court side you want to go. That's it. Uh, the reaction from all of you all watching the Mavs last night, Eric, panic, anger, freak out, or not surprised? It was, uh, it's funny because you kind of have Jared Sandler, who oh, since gosh. Kyrie was traded to the Mavs, sort of hate watches the Mavericks a little bit. Yep. And, and more so hate watches Kyrie, <laughs> you know, where he's like, I hope they win, but I hope Kyrie misses every shot and just looks incompetent because I hate that guy. Right. So you have that going on, and then you have Basic just kind of mother bleeping everybody. Uh, you know, Reggie Bullock, his favorite guy to pick on, I think, right now. I mean, it's always Dwight Powell, but a close second is going to be Reggie Bullock. Right. And uh, so he's just he's talking, and, and, and Basic, even on Luka, because Basic's like, okay, Luka had 18 in the first quarter. What do you think? He ends up with, like, 28 for the game. Uh, because he's got Luca being, you know, a first quarter only kind of guy. Even though he ended up with 39 last night, so he was getting it done. Uh, but across the board, I think we're all a little bit concerned here. This is when I mean, you have you have the Jason Kidd thing, and I'm like, dude, if Jason Kidd's gonna get fired soon, I definitely don't want Kyrie back here because Kyrie. Wait, you like, you you don't? It, I don't want Kyrie. 
knowing that Jason Kidd and everybody's trying to fire him right now, which I, I guess I understand to an extent, uh, the only thing keeping the Kyrie thing making somewhat of sense for Dallas and like, could this go past this little couple month stretch here is the relationship between Kyrie, Jason Kidd and Nico Harrison. That's supposed to be like the, the, the love triangle that's holding all this thing together. And so if Jason Kidd's going to be out, obviously he's not going to be out at the end of this season, but if he's going to be out in the next year or year and a half, then I don't even want to mess with Kyrie being back here. Can't we do a sign and trade with the Lakers and, get a little something in return for him. And I would go Brunson over Kyrie for the next three years. I heard you guys talking about that. Okay. Okay. Eric Tiafalo, G-Bag Nation, live from Surprise. Who are you lifting with out there? Uh, I'm sorry, say that again? Who are you lifting with out there? <laughs> are you missing Choppy? Are you missing Choppy the most for that? No lift, bro? No no question I'm missing Choppy the most for that. I would do with Jared, but, I mean, this Jared is a freaking animal, man. I mean, this guy's getting up at like, I mean, he's getting up at like four in the morning (laughs) and then he's calling baseball games. He's running around like, I don't know how he's got the energy to do what he does unless he's got the Adderall hack from Bobby. But otherwise, (laughs) I'm like, I I don't know how Jared, I'm like, dude, I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go to some Gold's gym with you right now. Yeah, (laughs) I, I really, I don't know. Like I can, I can wake up early, no problem. But there comes a point where I'm like. I do run out of gas. Sure. And I, and I either need an I either need like a nap or like to go to bed early, but he didn't go to bed early either. He's up no. to like 11, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, he's the one that keeps being like, hey, so are you guys going to come back to the room tonight? Because like he's, since he's here for like, you know, an ungodly amount of like five weeks, <laughs> he's got like a nicer, bigger room. And so he's like, hey, my room's the spot. Like we can chill. But after dinner, like me and Waltrick are kind of like, hey, we're, I mean, we did clubhouse this morning. We feel like we've we've put in the work today. We're a little bit tired. And he's like, no, you're still coming back to the room. And then we end up staying in his room until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I'm like, Jared, how are you staying awake? It's crazy. You're, you're nuts. It's crazy. Now, are you aware that you guys have hurt Bobby's feelings? Do you know why? Uh, just because we, we didn't let him come on the trip? <laughs> I mean, that, that's part of it. Besides that, do you know why? Uh, no, I, I, it has to do with cocaine. He knows why. Oh yes, that's right. We're doing cocaine and Bobby's missing out. <laughs> that's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> He's not allowed to. So no, I'm kidding. We're all kidding. <laughs> what, what, Bobby explain. So back in Oxnard, I'm always the one, like if, if I'm out and I'm hanging out with people and we're out of town, there's obviously things to do, but if we're there for an extended period of time, I like to say, Hey, let's go see a movie while we're out. Cause I don't get a chance to go to the movies very often, just like an adult trip because I got the kids. So we're usually going to see kids movies. Uh, I, I previously had wanted to support AMC and, and Sean Sharif. Now I couldn't give a crap. Uh, <laughs> but I, I asked him in Oxnard, I was like, Hey, y'all want to go see a movie? Wolchuk, do you follow? You want to go do a movie one of these nights? And they're like, ah. No, not really. And then I was like, "All right, fine." We got in. We get into Phoenix. I said, "Y'all want to go uh, see a movie one of these nights at Super Bowl?" Eh, no, not really. I'm not really into doing that. And so then I'm listening to G Bag the other day, crosstalk with K and C, and Walchuk, Chiafalo, Hagee. They're all talking about how like, "Oh yeah, well we're gonna go to the movies and see Cocaine Bear this week." Uh-huh. And so when I'm not there, is when Chiafalo all of a sudden, Walchuk and Chiafalo are like, "Yeah, let's go to the movies. It's great." Yeah. Okay, okay, so here's how I explain myself. One, when we were at Super Bowl week, you three gentlemen were there, which means we all had drinking buddies, which meant why would we go to the movies when we'd go have a, a good time and get turned up a little bit? And True. Sean and RJ can take me and Walchuk to a crappy, overpriced Mexican <laughs> restaurant. And, and so, that was bad, uh, wasn't it? 
that was bad. Uh, but I couldn't pass up those opportunities. And Cocaine Bear wasn't released yet, Bob. I mean, that's the that's the big wow. thing. I'm not just going to the movies to go to the movies. <laughs> I'm going to see one of the most incredible cinematic features that maybe the country's had uh, <laughs> at our fingertips in the last like five years. <laughs> there you go. And right. you guys went. You guys just went to church on Sunday together. We did. That's yeah, right. I yeah. thought you forgave me for this. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. I still haven't forgiven you for wearing a hat in church either. You wore a hat. <laughs> hey, not only do I wear a hat in church, okay, I wear it backwards. Yeah, right? dude, that's a, flexing. Uh, that you follow. That, that's such a flex that that his dad's in control there. That's such yeah. a flex, man. He's, he's like, old who's, hat who's going to tell you me? to take it off? Now, now, old lady. I, I did, I did let Sean and RJ know. Like, I think your entire church, Cheech, listens to the station. I think, the, <laughs> yeah. I think they're helping really contribute to us crushing the ratings. Yeah, shout out to the Hillside Tolos. I know there's a ton of them, and they were starstruck a little bit, man, because they know me. They've seen me come up as a wee little lad where I was running around with my brothers with no shoes and no shirts on by the end of the church day. And now, so they don't really care when they see me, but they were like, oh my God, this is Bobby Belt. Oh my God, this is Bobby Belt. It was hilarious watching these like 45 year old dudes fawn over Bobby. Well, they didn't take the Lord's name in vain because they were in church. But Chop, there's a lot of gosh. Didn't you throw a flag on this? (laughs) Did you follow the, the church thing? Yeah, I mean, you know, he's he's either look. I don't know any Italians that are Catholic. I'll just tell you that one. Uh, I finally met one. Uh, what, what, a, what a traitor! What a traitor! You should. You, know, you, you know what? You did. You're you're banned to Alfredo sauce for the rest of your life. <laughs> no oh. marinara. No marinara. Just Alfredo. Don't you dare do that to me. All right. You probably put ranch on chick on a pizza, don't you? What? Hat, do you? Uh, plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> what? Eric, what happened to the Ranger Clubhouse yesterday? Yeah, man, I thought this was going to be the uh, the lead story for you guys. I thought you were just going to have me on to grill me for this. Uh, listen, rookie mistakes happen, do they not? Uh, and, and I'm not I'm not familiar with the clubhouse thing. Like this is this is rookie year spring training. So we walked in there eyes wide open yesterday. Me and Walchuk did, and Walchuk covers the Rangers. So it was kind of just another day at the office for Walchuk. Though that didn't keep him from violating some things when he was. <laughs> doing his hit with you guys and he's on the on yeah. the phone and basically in the middle of the clubhouse yeah, live uh, you're not allowed to be on live in the middle of the clubhouse yeah i think uh rich who is here in place of john blake right now i Dalrymple? think grabbed him i think not Dalrymple. <laughs> oh, not definitely not him rich. no rich would have allowed anything in the locker room <laughs> <laughs> Alleg- uh, allegedly 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 no this is this is ranger rich and i think he came and took the left ear of wolchuk and pulled it and got him <laughs> out of the clubhouse while he had his right ear on the phone talking to you guys but we walked in there man and it was super cool jared was there and that's like my one familiar face and he was he was chopping it up with uh nate Lowe, and nate Lowe has got like Nathaniel. this amazing uh, an amazing personality. It was funny though because he introduced himself to me as Nate. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, are we what's the deal here, Nathaniel? Nate. Uh, but he's got he's got the mustache, he's got the smile, he's got this whole like aura about him. He claimed that he's the funnest guy on the team. And so like we're having a great interaction and then like I kinda let the guard down. I'm like, okay, these guys are approachable. These guys are cool. So we make our rounds, we meet some players. We had a great uh, interaction with Brock Burke that we got to play on the show yesterday, which you guys, you guys should play that. Honestly, it was good. Why don't, um, yeah, why don't you let Peyton produce the show? You just give us the answers. Oh yeah, it's true. Actually, you should produce and co-host and do everything because these schmucks can't today. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, MVP of course is TJ. That was incredible. Um, yes. But back. To What's your background? Back to- what do you think? Hey, Hey, 
as a fellow, you know, married into the culture guy. Yeah. TJ is what? Yeah, TJ's brown. That a boy. Hey, you know, my wife texted me. She said, by the way, he said tortilla. It was gay. Anybody could say it the wrong way. It was gay. Anybody could say it. That was gay. Chiafalo, you know, you know what's up, right? Yeah, yeah. TJ's legit, and he's welcome. (laughs) He's welcome to the uh, the Asada anytime. (laughs) Um, All right. So stepping up, you 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 disrespected the Ranger logo. Yeah, I disrespected that. Now, that was one thing that was like, okay, we're, we're I feel like we're getting a little bit nitpicky here. There's a giant Rangers logo on the middle of the carpet, <laughs> and is that supposed to be, like, blocked off? Are we supposed to put, like, caution tape around yes. it? You can't get Welcome in here. Welcome to a locker like, room in professional sports. Yeah. Eric, that I was, agree with you. It's so stupid. Just either shrink the thing or let people walk on it. It's so dumb. It's a small room to begin with. Yeah, and that one wasn't egregious because Hagee, being the good teammate, like, he kind of pulled me over, and he's an A&M guy, so he understands, like, you can't walk in certain places. And so like he's like, zone. okay, he's like, <laughs> so he pulls me off and I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. It wasn't that big of a deal. But then the next thing I did was more egregious. And this is one I can understand. I'm kicking myself for this one. I'm like, wow, I got way too comfortable, way too quick. This is like me walking into a new friend's house. And within 30 minutes, I'm like in their fridge. Okay. So like, <laughs> I know this next one's on me. They got these delightful, comfortable leather couches all throughout the clubhouse that obviously the players can sit and relax. And so by the end of clubhouse, there's probably 10 minutes left. Most of the players have cleared out. Walchuk has, you know, had his ear pulled and got pulled out of the clubhouse. He's talking to you guys. I'm just kind of there by myself. And then in comes Nate Lowe again, and he sits on the couch. And I'm like, okay, well, Nate Lowe's incredible. Let me just go sit down next to him off the record, and let's just chop it up and have a good time. So I didn't think anything of it. I sat down on the couch next to Nate Lowe. And then I'm, like, noticing in the corner of my eye, like, Jared's kind of, like, laughing. And, like, he's with some of the clubhouse guys, and they're laughing. And I'm, like, I guess maybe they're just making fun of me for trying to make friends here. And then Rich <laughs> comes and pulls my ear, and I get yanked off the couch. And uh, they're, like, yeah, that's a, that's a no-go zone. And all these dudes are laughing at me and making me feel terrible. I'm, like, wow, I had no idea. Like, now I get it for sure. But it just it didn't even cross my mind. And they load in bad an eye. Like, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. But I, I would like to be like, hey, Nate, would you have just been like, hey, maybe we should take this conversation to a different portion of the of the clubhouse? But he didn't give me that veteran uh, that veteran move. So apparently there was just people like circling us like sharks, and I didn't even realize it until finally Rich came and yanked me off the couch. So that was that was the big violation. Baskey did tell me that he was proud of me. He thought it was pretty Aww. cool that I did it. Eric. Tiafalo from the number one rated afternoon show in the Metroplex, the G-Bag Nation, on later today at 2 p.m. Thank you, brother. We'll be in touch. I love you, boy. See ya. Enjoy cocaine, bear. Eric Tiafalo on the Diamond Factory Hotline. We have breaking news. Maybe the number one pick in the NFL draft is in trouble. A warrant out for his arrest. Next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're about to cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece in Surprise, Arizona. Rangers spring training coverage. I don't want to, don't go, don't go to their mics yet, but I wanted to see what Basic was doing. Is he holding something up? Oh, is that his chest? It's his, well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Mike's Mike. You, you, we can't hear you because we have to get to the breaking news real quick. Bobby, what's happening with the NFL draft? Yeah. So this is some uh, really bad news. There's a report out that Jalen Carter, uh, the defensive tackle from Georgia, uh, there's a warrant out for his arrest after he was apparently present at the scene of a teammate's fatal car crash on January 15th. He drove away and misled police about it afterward, according to a new report. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reports that Carter first told police he was nearly a mile away when the fatal crash happened, then said he was behind the other vehicle and could see its taillights, and then said he was alongside the car when it crashed. Georgia football staffer Chandler LaCroix was driving the car that crashed. Georgia offensive lineman Devin Willock was a passenger. Both died, and then two other people in the car were injured, and it is now looking like, according to the, uh, the warrant, that... He was racing them. So they were racing at 2.30 in the morning, exceeding speeds of 100 miles per hour, and that's what led to the accident. Wow. Yeah. Were there questions about anything? There were questions about Jalen Carter coming out. Um, I know that people around the league have said he's immature. You know, he's, he's got to grow up a little bit. There's differing views on what kind of immaturity it is, though. Is it a... It is a is it a damning immaturity that puts you at real risk, or is it more just like, ah, he's a kid, he'll grow up, he'll get past it? That was some of the debate. This is clearly something that's much more significant than I think they've encountered. Let's bring in the KMC Masterpiece live from Surprise here, all on the Zoom on 105.3 The Fan. Good morning, fellas. What's coming up, Corey? Guys, we have Taylor Hearn joining us right off the top today. He's going to come up here and hang out with us in just a little bit and I think break down the entire Mavs game because he's probably as furious as Mike. And then we'll have John Gray at some point throughout the day. We're still trying to track down Greg Maddox for uh, for Kevin, so maybe Kevin will be on a on a hunt for for uh, Maddox yeah. today. You, you know where you can find Maddox outside the, the strike zone. <laughs> All right, yeah, in the yeah, back pocket yeah. of an umpire. Uh-huh. Mike, Mikey, All of the umpires. <laughs> Mikey, what's on the top of your Mavs mind right now? We You're s- not going to ask him about the window. We suck. <laughs> what window? That was what you asked him, like, what he was doing and if he was flexing. So I was trying to open the window that closes, and so we've got the stapler propped up to keep the window open. So when I was trying to lift it up, Mike goes, is that tough? And I go, yeah, it's a weird angle. And he goes, also, I'm pushing down on the window while you're trying to pull it up. (laughs) Which I did not realize. And then Mike lifts it up, and he lets out this really loud scream, and there's, like, Audio people. stadium workers, yeah, down there, and they just looked up, and then Mike just waves at them. (laughs) Now, Mavs. Kind of like Tim Hardaway Jr. right at halftime, where he's like, hey, you want to go direct line to the basket for an uncontested layup? I'm in for that. Fart knockers. Man. This this thing's over. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've already lost the, like, hey, Kyrie's in Dallas. All it took was the L.A. loss and then getting smeared by the Indiana Pacers for most of the game. That's so like, unlike you right. to move like that. They're horrible. <laughs> so last night was the final nail for you in the coffin? Yeah. 
they're not going to be good. They're not good. This this is they're a horrible defensive team. Maxi Kleba was there last night. It didn't matter. Yeah. It's a horrible defensive team with horrible role players. Jason Kidd looks like he's turning out to be a horrible coach for the third time in his career. I don't know what Josh Green did <laughs> when they made the trade, but all of us talked about how Josh Green has to step up with Dorian Finney-Smith getting traded. Yep. Josh Green has shown a lot of positive signs. And Jason Kidd, I'll tell you how positive a sign he showed me. <laughs> I'm going to cut his minutes down to 14 minutes a night. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? Man, Reggie Bullock sucks. Everybody knows. Guess what? Rick Carlisle coached Dwight Powell. If you watched the game last night, did you see what Rick Carlisle did? He said, don't, he said, guard, don't him. guard him. The whole game, they didn't guard Dwight Powell. He's like, do not guard that person. And he ended up with, what, six points and three rebounds or something while no human being guarded him in an NBA basketball game. There were moments, Mike, where he would get the ball and nobody standing near him. They would clear away. Him, and like, nobody's even coming to him. And he was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't. Do I go or do I stay? Here, somebody else take it. Are you guys having questions about re-signing Kyrie? He's going to the Lakers anyways. I think that's the issue. Whoa. Is that uh, I think he's going to be a good person while he's here, but I don't think he's really committed to the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Uh, Kevin, hesitation, I mean, worry? I don't think so, just because you have a general lack of assets, and if for the second straight offseason you let your secondary asset go for nothing, that – feels like not a good way to build a basketball team. <laughs> um, man, Rick Carlisle got the sweetest answer in last night because all yeah. I was hearing from people throughout the arena is how much Luca couldn't stand Carlisle. And uh, Luca, you know, ticked him off by telling him, call timeout, call timeout. Carlisle was waving to the Mavs fans. Go ahead, get louder. Carlisle was asked if he brought anything for Luca's birthday. His answer I did. Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, oh man. 32-7-6. and six. Oh, what a sweet answer for Rick Carlisle. All right, Corey, the Jason Kidd hate. How much of it is justifiable right now, and for what? Why? Um, I mean, I think it's mostly, like, what is he doing? And that's where <laughs> the hate is. That's like, a what, good place to start. Yeah, that's, the, like, what, what are you actually doing to contribute to changing whatever's going on? And how much do you need to see before you say, okay, let's go ahead and make a move. I know when Jared would talk about Bannister uh, back in the day, and Bannister would say, I'm not going to make this move yet because I don't want to like tear apart the, the relationship I'm building with these guys. So I don't want to move too quickly and then think that I just jump in a bunch of different directions. But what he's doing is just kind of observing these guys falling apart, and he's not giving, from what I see, he's not giving any guidance or calling any legitimate uh, plays that are going to work and creating this defense better. That's the... That's the problem that for me, Kevin, is that like seeing the the defense just continue to not look like it exists. I don't know how he gets that to be any better because isn't that that's Sweeney's job or is that him? And getting the desire out of these guys during the regular season is what I think is crushing. But for me, I'm still like just waiting. If they make the playoffs, Mike doesn't think they're going to the real playoffs. Mike, if you they think they're the missing playoffs, the playoffs? Change. I think the real, play. the real play. That play-in thing's a load of crap and has ruined the NBA because now oh, every team no. makes the playoffs, so nobody tries in the NBA anymore. Mm. Like it, it is one thing. I thought the United States really liked playoffs. The problem is, is now all NBA teams, owners, and players are just like, look. We have 82 meaningless games. Only 10 teams miss the playoffs, if you want to call it. So I think that the Mavericks are going to be a 7 through 10 seed. 
and not make the what I call the real playoffs. I don't think they're going to play in an NBA playoff series this year. Wow. wow. I think they'll be nine or ten. I think they'll be eight, nine, or ten, and they're going to they're not going to win the do or die game. All right, there it is. So sky is falling. Basic is back. The but well, let me ask you this: Who, who, when you're watching them play right now, are you watching a team that you think in a do or die situation is going to stop a team from scoring 125 points? That was the Pacers. They're not making the real playoffs. 106 after three. Mm. 100. I. No, I don't think they're going to stop anybody, and they haven't stopped anybody. But I will say this: Miles Turner felt like Shaq out there. <laughs> the good news for last night is they they allowed they they only allowed fifty in the second half. <laughs> Poll question: Is Jason Kidd a problem for the Mavs that Bobby put up? Yes, get rid of him. Yes, but give him time. That's where I would vote. Or no, we're tied at forty-one percent between yes, get rid of him. Yes, but give him time. Seventeen uh, percent no, and Bobby. The Jalen Brunson, Kyrie question I came up with, who would you prefer for the next three years? Kyrie is winning right now, 52-48. Okay, I, I projected 60-40, so we'll see how close I get. All right, oh, by the way, any better radio voice, Kevin, than Bruce Bochy? Good God. Yeah, this, and I liked that he he confirmed the Sam Elliott comparisons. He's <laughs> yes. like, yeah, I've definitely heard that one. And so I, he's fantastic. Going to have him on every week this year. This yeah. season, really looking forward to it. Mike, it's how's it possible great. for someone to make bad chicken wings? Well, uh, by the way, oh, you guys no. don't go to a chain. Go to go to a place that they do it here. <laughs> Knockouts was the worst. Knockouts should should go under today. Knockouts is a chain. Tap house. Tap house is pathetic. If you are coming to Surprise oh, Arizona for spring training, do not go to Tap House. It is one of the worst restaurants in the United States of America. <laughs> What happens is, is when you make the chicken wings and then you leave them sitting in the back for 12 minutes, that doesn't help. And then the next thing is, is when you don't season them that much. The next thing is when I ask for blue cheese and you bring ranch. The next thing is, I think some of the chickens didn't make it to adulthood. Oh, I'm like, where is the meat? How can you, say, how can you judge a pre-boot? It a youthful, youthful chicken. It was a pre-bird. How yeah. can you judge that based off what? Like they were just smaller, smaller. wings? Yeah. Like you're like, the meat, the there's meat. no meat on this bone here. And then the <laughs> other thing, too, is it's not just me. Everybody thought it was horrible. Man. Yeah. And our, our uh, waitress last night, she was like, hey, we're going to set the Mavs game up right here on these screens for you. And then the, the trivia lady came around and said, you know what? We're changing all the TVs. Good luck watching your game. Even they knew the Mavs were done. The KMC <laughs> Masterpiece is next from Surprise on 105.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 